0: Paul Moore here with Herman even and you're listening to great relationships pursuing the best in work in life in love Right thinking right relationships right now I've heard you say that every relationship shares a common problem and every relationship has a common solution
1: That's right. In fact, let's cover that right after I pray because if there isn't anything more important That's that's that certainly is one of them. There's there's no doubt about it. Lord. Thank you so much that you alert us to the problem. And more importantly, you have provided the solution. Praise your name for that. Thank you, Lord, for this time. May we be clear, not confusing in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Back to that James 3.16. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was that, as I prayed that, I was going, yeah, that James 3.16, that's right. Let's say the verse. Here's James 3.16, where envy and self-seeking exist confusion and every evil thing are there what does that say that says when you're focused on yourself when you're focused on envying what others have that you don't have that is a self-seeking mindset and it's going to create confusion in your life and worse than that every evil thing is there. Wow. That's an amazing verse. We're in chapter five of the material
0: on the website mm-hmm. in the video, greatrelationships.com, GRNumeral8relationships.com, sign up for our newsletter, find us and like us on Facebook now that I've thoroughly confused everything because <laughs> <right? laughs> I'm in denial. I've had to have that verse, James 3.16, you know, I, I've talked in previous programs. I had it on an index card on mm-hmm. the front of the refrigerator, on mm-hmm. the bathroom mirror because when I started feeling like life was was happening to me, Mm -hmm. that I was a victim, Mm -hmm. living that slave mentality, I realized, wait a minute, where confusion and envy exist I'm opening the door to all this uh, yuck right and you said well wait a minute Paul you know in every relationship there's a problem in every relationship there's a
1: solution Mm -hmm. chapter five the website material it means what yeah if you go actually all the way back to the beginning you're going to see that the what we call the 10 second summary of this entire course Uh, I hate to say it this way but you don't need to listen to this radio station don't need to listen to us on the radio show if you just take this 10-second summary to, to heart and understand it there's a problem in every relationship you make everything about me the solution is to pursue the best for others patiently kindly sacrificially and unconditionally that's all you really need to know about relationships the problem Quit making it about yourself. Go serve somebody. Go pursue the best for others. That's the way the relationships work best. Okay, like the rest of my Christianity, I know that. Why isn't my life better? It's because you're not making choices because pursuing another person's best is a choice autopilot for all of us when we're living in the sin nature is to pursue our own best to seek our own best to think about ourselves what's in it for me that's the reason why marketing works as we've been saying here recently because we all want what is best for ourselves so to speak and there is a good part of that and a bad part of that and the typically the bad part of it is the one that rules I want to be looking at really what's best for me. What's best for me is for me to trust God. That really is what's best for me instead of me trying to convince God that what I'm wanting is really what's best. So all of this problem and solution, this whole problem that we've been dealing with in the last couple of shows is the central issue that's driving relationships, that's crippling relationships. But there's four common mistakes that typically show up out of the problem we're going to only take time to deal with one of them the mistake that i want to deal with today is what we call the politician i know that we
0: don't have time today to go
1: through all four of them Mm -hmm. but can
0: you at least name them so i can look for them on the website
1: yes they're going to be in chapter five if you go into chapter five in the sections that you're going to see there the section one is going to deal with each one of these And uh, the first is the operate on on opinion and emotions. The second one is keep the past and the present. The third one is basically being an actor. You're not presenting the real you. And the fourth one is controlling people it's a matter of trying to control them for a variety of reasons. And actually, control shows up in all four of these.
0: Okay, I'm going to do everyone a favor, and I'm not going to say that, again, that was in Chapter 5 at our website, Great Relationships, GR8relationships.com, Numeral because if I said that, then we might go there and learn something, and I can't stay in denial. <laughs> if... it's,
1: best, it's best that we talk about these one at a time. So the first mistake. First mistake is operating on opinion and emotions. That's the reason why we call this the politician. You know, Politicians are always having opinion polls, they're not really leading, they're, they're actually following the opinion polls too much of the time, and we see that vastly, vastly true of most politicians. And most of the rhetoric that is used and most of the language that's used is very emotional rather than fact-based. It's trying to call people names and trying to drive things out as it relates to driving emotions. And we do the same thing. We do the same thing when the problem is existing in our life, when we're focused on flashing our me, we end up in this type of mistake in a variety of ways. Here's how it can show up. You look at another person and you see that look on their face and you know what that look means. (laughs) <laughs> Do you really? Actually, that's just an opinion. That's just an assumption. That's just a speculation. Okay,
0: between us, I failed mind reading, but
1: yet I assume I know what that look means. That's exactly right. And you hear that from a variety of people as they look at people. In fact, I believe that the concept of body language drives some of that. It drives you to be speculative about other people instead of what what's the, what's the secret behind it, not moving into emotion, I'm going to state the secret, ask a question. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just ask a question. You're sitting there, somebody is ha- having that look on their face and you go, are you, are you upset with me right now? Oh, well, they can lie to you, sure. But you don't need to stay in an opinion or an assumption. At least you got something out of their mouth and they could be lying to you, but you're operating on what's coming out of them rather than only what's coming out of you. Mm. That's what drives relationships Crazy. You're sitting around operating in emotions, operating on opinion as opposed to simply asking questions. And and what we do is in-person stuff, and you can see this on the videos also, is some examples that we typically use to help people understand how easy it is to go into opinion.
0: So you said opinion or emotions, that would
1: include feelings? Sure. Okay. Emotions are all about feelings, and we, uh, we're we not going to take the time to deal with all of that because that is truly into uh, Chapter 8, the first section on Chapter 8 about how emotions work. Okay, I didn't mean to sidetrack us, but you were saying some examples. An example that we typically use is called the fossil footprints, and the way it works is you have these three pictures, and uh, it's like it's like little kids standing at a fence and looking at a some ground being graded or uncovered next to the schoolyard and they see the first third get uncovered and there's some footprints and the second third and there's more footprints and then you, the the last part of its uncovered and there's a lot of fossil footprints there and it's all mixed up and everything else and the teacher comes and says what do you think happened here because you see two sets of footprints come in and then in the middle all these footprints are all jumbled up together and you only see one set of footprints leave OK, so if you were get that picture, then the teacher asks you, so what do you think happened here? Well, there's only one thing you can do about that. Go into opinion for the most part. For the most part, you really don't know what happened there. You know, you can see some footprints, you can speculate. You, you can see
0: do, that two sets of foot, two different sets of footprints come into the center of the field. They co-mingle. Yeah. And then there's only one One set set leaving.
1: leaving. And so people come up with all sorts of stories about what happened. That's (laughs) that's what's so good about that little exercise to drive one point home. Here's what my mentor Robert Fritz has said uh, many times. When you don't know, you tend to fill in the blanks. When you don't know something, you tend to fill in the blanks with what you suspect happened. Thank you, Herman. And before we go, I want to invite you to drop us a line at
0: Great Relationships, P.O. Box 51836. That's Post Office Box 51836, Midland, Texas, 79710. Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now.
2: Great Definitions for Great Relationships god's complementary designs men and women are created equal in value but different in design and role great relationships pursuing the best in work in life in love right thinking right relationships right now
3: you know how you're always praying for a sign from god that you're meant to go to seminary, this is your sign. Seriously, I'm here to tell you about Grace. Grace School of Theology. It's free grace based. The professors are world class. It's accredited, accessible, attainable, and oh yes, it's affordable. You can even complete your entire degree online, which means you don't have to move. Wouldn't it be great to have a deeper knowledge of the Word of God? Write this down, www.gsot.edu, gsot.edu. Or call 877-476-8674, 877-476-8674. Now get
0: going. Welcome back. You're listening to Great Relationships, pursuing the best in work and life and love because it takes right thinking for right relationships right now. As Herman says, can you, will you win? And I'm doing all that because I'm trying to delay the inevitable. We talked about every relationship has a common problem. Every relationship has a solution. Mm-hmm. Four mistakes. We're talking about the first mistake, and now I get to sound really smart like it doesn't <laughs> apply to me. So tension demands resolution. All that to say.
1: that What it t- typically happens with us when we are operating in this first mistake, and this first mistake is you operate on opinion and emotions. You look at somebody else and you speculate as to what's actually going on in their life or what they are thinking or what their actions really are meaning to be about
0: and i don't always fill that void with fact we do not
1: fill it with fact we often that's the statement that uh we left with from my mentor robert fritz uh when we can't find or don't know the facts we often fill in the blanks (laughs) that's what we do instead of your your statement tension seeks resolution instead of just holding the tension by saying i don't know I don't know. I'll ask a question. They could lie to me, but I'm at least asking the question, whether they're upset or what's going on in their life, Uh, I'm not going to sit here and speculate.
0: Why do I just assume I know something rather than simply asking a question?
1: I I, I can't give you a a clear answer for everything that, that goes on from that viewpoint, but I certainly know it's driven by the flashing me. We want to have this mindset of thinking that we do know something. We have this mindset of trying to think, if I don't know it, then I'm somehow less than I am if I do know it. It's, it's a variety of things that, that would show up, but it's all driven because your life is focused on yourself as opposed to focus on just wanting the facts, just wanting to know truth, just wanting to serve other people many of my relationships have suffered. Mm
0: -hmm. I have suffered because I didn't ask what I didn't know, and I just assumed, and I literally built a scenario, one assumption built on another on another,
1: and the next thing you know... That's exactly what happens. And here's what's so interesting about this concept of opinion. There is a, the definition of opinion. Let me just throw this at you real quick. Definition of opinion is a judgment or belief not founded on certainty or proof, belief stronger than impression and less strong than positive knowledge. Okay, so here's what's happening when you have an opinion. And by the way, we tend to use opinion as if it's fact with a statement like this. Well, my opinion, you know, as if it's the fact it's it's the driving force because I have an opinion on something. No, it's my qualified opinion. (laughs) So uh, a judgment, not Founded on certainty or proof, stronger than impression, less strong than positive knowledge. We have this opinion about things. I believe that it's better to use a word like speculation. Because too often that word opinion is almost associated with fact. So I'd prefer to say my speculation is or my guess is to let you know that I truly am just speculating, that I truly am just guessing about what I'm what's coming out of my mouth at this point in time.
0: Is that like 100 percent genuine imitation?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I guess you could say it that way. But here's here's what's so interesting about this. Jesus used think which is a form of opinion in the Bible, asking questions of his disciples. He actually used it 72 times. It's 72 times in the New King James Bible. And here's, here's the way it would typically work. Job 3:35:2 2 is using the, the word think in the Hebrew. And it says, do you think this is right do you say my righteousness is more than God's? Now what is what's going on there? That is a mindset of saying is your opinion that your righteousness is more than God's? And then you move into the New Testament and you see how often Jesus is actually asking his disciples. So uh, what do you think? Now wh- what's what's going on? What do you what is it that Jesus is doing there asking that question on So what do you think Peter? God is wanting to know your opinion and he's wanting to know whether that squares with facts or whether it squares with lies that's what he's wanting to know which ultimately is a way of saying do you trust me exactly you're all over it that's exactly what he's doing he is asking you that question every single moment of every day in every circumstance even when somebody pulls into my lane and I start getting upset about it he's actually asking me so what's your opinion of this situation right now Herman that's, that's literally what he's asking me. He is asking me, do I trust him, obviously, but that is another way that he would have dealt with me as a disciple in the New Testament. He'd go, so what do you think about this situation? That is what's your opinion.
0: More than once I've heard you say, you know, Paul, I hope that you're learning something, but the real issue is about discipleship. hmm And there was quite a learning gap. And by that, I mean a maturity level in my Christianity to go from someone cut me off and I need to pray for them or I need to forgive them. Mm -hmm. And then the next level is, so what's your opinion? And then maybe the next level or plateau is do you trust me can you thank me for this can well
1: i'd I'd keep it real simple it's it's actually just do you trust me and it comes out and what do you think Uh, because that's what what the lord is trying to drive us to for instance matthew 6 7 let's read a let's read that particular passage it says and when you pray do not keep on babbling like pagans for they think the greek word dokeo they will be heard because of their many words Now, the Lord, Jesus Christ, is basically saying, now they think, meaning uh, their opinion is they're going to be heard because of many words and they're babbling. So what do you think about that? Isn't that interesting? That is what God is constantly doing to us as we read his word. He's saying, so what do you think about that? What do you think? What's your opinion? Are you willing to take facts or are you going to will it be staying in opinion? And God is wanting to know whether your thinking is lining up with truth or not.
0: Wait a minute. You're going to hurt my head because now you're saying God knows what's going on and I need only acknowledge it and trust him rather than my just Please, God, I know I'm not, no,
1: no, no. Well, absolutely. He knows what's going on. He's sovereign. He controls the entire universe. He controls from the germ to the galaxy. He controls it all. My issue is, am I paying attention to God's word? And in God's word, if I look at his word, I am answering the do I do I trust God or something other than God one way or the other. Right. As I look at his word, I'm either saying I trust you, God. My opinion doesn't matter. I am going to trust you so when God asks me what do you think Herman I'm either saying I think that your way is the right way I'm going to trust you as opposed to I think that my way is better
0: okay so mistake number one operating in opinions or emotions right is the first mistake of how I'm not trusting God
1: it's or it's, how I'm making it all about me. how it's it's driven by making life about yourself that's one of the ways that it shows up in making life about yourself a problem making all everything about me is the problem in relationships this is one way it shows up having an opinion about somebody operating on opinion primarily uh, in the relationship which drives you know problems for the relationship operating on emotions in the relationship as opposed to looking for facts both of these things drive us away away from facts, opinions tend to drive us away from facts, feelings tend to drive us away from facts. And what's the one thing I can do to drive me closer to facts? Ask a question. (laughs) It's that simple, isn't it? Isn't it amazing? In fact, in our Great Leaders material, and it's in the Great Relationships material also, two tools that will make a huge difference in your relationship, two tools that are most critical tools for leaders, listening and asking questions. What an amazing thought for us to consider it that way. What an amazing thought. Why do I want to listen to what's actually being said? I (laughs) already know, right? So there you
0: have it. Wow. I'm going to have to listen to this again. There's a lot to consider. And you can, too, by going to our website, greatrelationships.com. That's G-R, numeral eight, relationships.com. And Herman mentioned it. There's also a website out there, Great Leaders. What do you think that website is?
1: (laughs) It's all about leadership. That's right.
0: (laughs) And it is G-R, numeral eight, leaders. .com. Great relationships pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. It takes right thinking for right relationships right now. We'll be back right after this.
2: Great Quotes for Great Relationships. That woman was taken from man no more implies the inferiority of woman to man than the taking of man from the ground implies the inferiority of man to the ground. Nor does the term helper connote subordination. Dr. Eugene Merrill. Great relationships, pursuing the best in work, in life, in love. Right thinking, right relationships right now.
4: Relationships can be great. And not just marriages or romantic relationships, all relationships. The Bible offers the same solution to what is essentially the same problem. What is the problem and what is the solution? Study along with us to find out. Great Relationships is a video course offering biblically-based insight on relationships. In each video, watch Herman tame tough issues by discussing them in a casual online learning environment each of great relationships 12 chapters are subdivided into quick segments you could squeeze into a coffee break so if you've had time to listen to this promotion you have the time to sign up and start today visit our website at greatrelationships.com that's gr numeral eight relationships.com to sign up for our free newsletter pursuing the best in work in life in love right thinking right relationships right now
0: Welcome back to Great Relationships. That's GRNumeral8Relationships.com. Or if you caught the other website before the break, that was Great Leaders, GR8Leaders.com. They're both really good. But Herman, also before the break, you said that God seems to be interested in what I think. You said you, Matthew 6-7 was the example that you gave, but you said there are 72 other occurrences in the Bible. So I don't want to operate on opinion and emotion here. My better question is, give me some facts. Are there scriptures?
1: Yeah, the other scriptures are Matthew six twenty three. Now listen to this. Jesus speaking again. Do you think I cannot call on my father and he will at once put at his disposal more than 12 legions of angels? Now just think about that. God is saying, what's your opinion about this? Apparently you don't think that I can do that. That's literally what's going on there. Apparently, your opinion is therefore wrong because I can do that. That's, That's a very interesting passage. I love that particular one. Okay, but fundamental question, right? Trust God, trust something else. So in that scripture, is Jesus saying, you don't trust that I trust? That's exactly right. You have an opinion about something. It doesn't square with the facts. You are living your life based on opinion. You think I can't call 12 legions of angels. I can. That's the thing that God is doing to us on a regular basis. Every time you're in his word, he actually is asking the fundamental question of life, but he's also asking Herman, what do you think about this? Are you willing to trust me, willing to trust yourself? What do you think? Because the issue for life is how I think. God is very interested in me renewing my thinking, Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. I was going to say, wait a minute, didn't we read this somewhere? Yeah, that's right. I love that example there. Do you think I can't call my father to give me 12 legions of angels? Come on. No, he wouldn't say it that way, (laughs) you know, I tend to say it that way way i love the old testament scripture there's there's two or three other ones that are wonderful about think and you can uh, hear us possibly talk about that on the uh, videos but i love this old testament scripture Uh, he wants us to give up on our opinion and that's the reason why proverbs three five and six is so important proverbs three five and six trust in the lord with all your heart and what lean not on your own understanding in other words don't trust your own opinion about how you think life works that's not going to work for you lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he's going to direct your paths trust god trust that god knows what's right give up on your opinion don't operate in life trying to fill the gaps in like robert fritz says when you don't know the fact you have a mindset of what you think is going on you have a tendency to fill in the blank stop doing that trust god's word as the key here that's what you want to be doing when you operate in truth you're operating in a great way, let me give you some secular quotes that are real good about this too uh, Truth is superior to opinion. Robert Frost says, "We all dance in a ring and suppose while truth sits in the middle and knows <laughs> what a great i mean that's a, isn't that a wonderful picture we're all dancing around you know my opinion, my opinion right and truth is sitting out there going. Just pay attention to me. I know. I know what's going on. Just pay attention to me. Ask. Ask some questions. Uh, Robert Fritz, my mentor, says, "You know what you know, and you don't know what you don't know." <laughs> what a great statement. I love this one also because it's very important for you to ask a question about the meaning of other people's words. Just or correct definitions either prevent or put an end to disputes. Am I willing to ask the definition of the word that you're using? You're talking about love. How are you defining love? You're talking about respect. How are you defining respect? I need to know those type of things so that I can. Simple, remember the two circles, the arrows pointing in, (laughs) that's that's my
0: definition. It's about me. Yeah,
1: and one of my favorite, favorite, favorite Quotes is an anonymous quote that simply says, truth is rude to opinion. <laughs> yeah, It doesn't care. But Satan loves for us to be in opinion. Remember James 3.16 where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and everything are there. When I'm operating in an opinion, I'm going to be playing into that type of mindset. I'm going to be playing into that issue. What one thing do you want me to take? Well, I'm actually going to throw something new at you that's the one thing definition of objectivity versus subjectivity please write this down i love this very simple if you're going to get out of opinion objectivity is how it is subjectivity is how it feels so objectivity is where we want to live our life that's what god is wanting us to do when he says what do you think well i need to be objective about it how it is subjectivity is how it feels and if you are operating your life on how it feels you're going to be making this mistake of operating on opinion and emotions then go to chapter eight and you're going to see that we end up trusting our feelings and our feelings are always responders and they're often untrustworthy. <laughs> You're going to see some really important uh, issues about emotions.
0: The quick thing I can think of is I remember, you know, hurting myself and saying, oh, this person is hurting me. And the fact was they were hurting me, but the hurting me was actually making me better. We have a good friend of ours, Dave Anderson says, don't waste your suffering. In fact, he's got a book on yeah, The title is yeah. pretty good. So greatrelationships.com GR numeral 8relationships.com is the website. I am sorry that we are out of time today, but I am going to take a look at this objectivity and subjectivity and examine my life. Am I really looking at how it is or am I responding to how it feels? Until next time.
2: How is your day going, Barbara? I can't even begin to tell you how terrific my life is right now. What a coincidence! My life is just overflowing with blessings, too. Why, just yesterday, I found a $100 bill on the ground. That's great! I saved a cat that was stuck in a tree, and the owner was so thankful that she gave me a gift card to my favorite restaurant, Luigi's. Wow! I was in Luigi's just the other day and saved a man that was choking with the Heimlich maneuver. He was so overjoyed that he gave me tickets to that new play that's been sold out for weeks. That's amazing. I've been wanting to see that play myself. Really? I asked my husband and he didn't want to go. Will you go with me? That would be great.
4: Days like this are too good to be true, but great relationships are possible. Join Herman as he offers you the opportunity to pursue the best for others, patiently, kindly, sacrificially, and unconditionally. Right thinking, right relationships, right now.